Hello and welcome to Grow by Design, the podcast for high performers, giving you the tools you need to dream big, achieve your goals and create your champion's mindset. I'm your host, Jess Green, and it's time to be game changing. Welcome back to this week's episode. Today is prep update number six, which is very exciting because it means that we are definitely getting closer and closer to showtime, which is so exciting. So I'm sitting at about six and a half weeks out now. So as this episode goes live, it'll be about six and a half, which is very cool. And I think anything under eight weeks definitely starts to feel nice and close. So the pressure's definitely on and I know that I'm on prep. So today I'm going to run through a bit of an update on where I'm at, how my body's tracking, what my nutrition and training looks like, what my cardio's like, how my mindset's going, just a bit of an update on everything that I'm doing and what my plans are for the next six and a half weeks to make sure that I bring the absolute best to stage, which is very, very exciting. In this episode, I can also reveal what my show is. So obviously I've been working towards a date, but I haven't actually announced what competition I'm doing. So I'm going to do that, let you know why that's the one that I've chosen, why it's so special to me and what the rationale behind choosing that show was. Um, this week I also had my 30th birthday, so I'm actually going to take a little bit of spotlight just to talk about that. Um, let you know what I did for my birthday, whether it was prep related or not, um, how I managed that. And yeah, I am no longer in my twenties. I've had my 30th birthday. So bit of a milestone for me. So this week consisted of a bit of life admin for me. So I had to book some flights and I had to book accommodation. I had to pay my show fees. And so I've done all of that because the show that I'm doing first is going to be the Auckland Champs which is so exciting. So I I just love competing in New Zealand. So a lot of people ask why I'm going to New Zealand. It's more expensive to compete and things like that. But I just love competing. So one, I want to compete as many times as I can um, without obviously damaging my progress or damaging my shape or in, impacting my body and my health. But I do find that spending more time on stage is always valuable um, and just the opportunity to go home. So I currently... And based in Brisbane and I haven't seen my family in a really long time, obviously same as a lot of people with COVID and things like that. So the opportunity to go to New Zealand, see my family compete as well was just something that I couldn't pass up. So I'm going to do that. It is at the end of August. The show is actually also a pro qualifier, which is obviously incredibly helpful towards my goals. My goal is to win my pro card this year. So winning it at home would just be so incredible. Um, So I'm so incredibly excited for this. I get to go home. I get to see my family. I get to compete on the New Zealand stage. I get to travel. um, I get to do a show earlier in the year than what I initially thought. So all the stars just really aligned for me to do this. So that is the plan. It'll be a bit chilly, but it's um, exactly where I want to be. So very much looking forward to that. So yeah, six and a half weeks out, end of August. I will, once the show all comes out, I'll let you know how you can watch it if they live stream it and things like that, because it's so incredible having such amazing support. So that is the show that I'm doing first. With that in mind, I guess looking at how I'm going, I am on track. I think with prep, there's always moments where you feel like you're on track, where you feel like you're ahead or where you feel like you're behind. Um, It's just an ongoing roller coaster. So definitely in the last couple of weeks, I've, I've experienced all of those where I think I'm definitely on track and I'm excited and then days where I get nervous that I'm going to be behind. So it's, it really is as much as everyone says, you know, it's important to trust the process. It actually is. And as long as you trust yourself, trust your coach and you are putting in the work, 
and your coach knows what you're doing and nothing's kind of out of the ordinary of how your body is responding, then you will make it. You will get there. And I think that's something that I've had to really reflect on in the last couple of weeks is like, no matter what, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to be there. Um, In saying that, I'm tracking to the plan, tracking on progress. So my weight is trending down. My body fat's trending down. And my lean mass is staying pretty consistent, which is awesome. It means that I'm losing body fat and not muscle. So that's obviously the key thing. I want to keep my muscles there. (laughs) I've worked hard to put them on, but I want them to remain full. At the moment, I am obviously feeling a bit flat because my calories are quite low, but my body weight and body fat is trending down, which is very exciting. What that does look like at the moment is that my calories, they are pretty low now. So they're probably around the lowest that they've been, um, which is fine. That's kind of what <laughs> what it needs to be. So at the moment they are low and I have a refeed day. And earlier in my prep, we would always have a re- like a two-day refeed, which would be just two days of high carbs. Now what we're doing is we're tracking my body and how I'm feeling. And then when I feel like I really need one and not just mentally, but physically, I can notice changes in my energy levels and things like that. Then we'll add one in. But at the moment we're trying to make as much progress and drop as much weight as we can until I need to get to that point where actually it's now detrimental to my training output and things like that. So we are playing them a little bit more on the fly. So when I need one, then we'll have a one day refeed, um, a high carb day, which is kind of bumping my carbs up at the moment almost to double what they are on the normal days. So macros are pretty low. Again, I'm not going to say what they are because I don't want people jumping into them without having any knowledge or background or being a different person to me. So again, I won't share my exact macros, just know that they're quite low and a bit sad. So, um, which is fine. Again, don't mind at all. I also am now really paying close attention to my micronutrients and what I'm actually eating. So normally I track my macros, which I am still doing. I fill up my macros with kind of the foods that I want to, the foods that I'm craving, the foods that I enjoy. And I generally eat pretty healthy anyway. So I always have lots of vegetables. I always have lots of protein and I try and keep things as clean as possible just because that's what I enjoy eating. And that's how my body feels best. But now I'm also really dialing that in. So I'm starting to drop out any of my sweeteners, anything really artificial and just focusing on trying to get as much micronutrients into my body as I can, because there's not not a whole lot of calories going in. So then what I am eating, I want to make sure that it's really fueling my body. So as I mentioned, starting to drop out things like artificial sweeteners and also natural sweeteners. So this is something that we definitely play around with. I do find that as I get lower in calories, like making all those little adjustments makes such a big difference. So sometimes just having artificial flavors or natural sweeteners and things like that, they can have a little bit of water retention or they can cause a little bit of bloating. So at this point in time, I'm just comfortable to drop it out. One other thing that I do start to do at this point in time is that if I like to make my own food, but I also do love packet stuff because it's so much easier. But I also, my job is in the food industry and I am aware how some companies label ingredients in food. And I, obviously my company is not like this at all, but I know that there is thresholds. And I also know that the way that we track calories in Australia on some nutritional information is different to American foods. So again, if I need to, I can do a whole podcast on this, um, probably bring in some experts, but sometimes if calories are too good to be true, I don't trust them and I don't have them. So I noticed this on things like low calorie ice creams, on 
the maple syrup, the artificial one that says it's zero calories. And I just don't want to risk the fact that it's probably not um, in terms of its fiber content and things like that. So I just avoid all of that kind of stuff now. And I do notice it does make a little bit of a difference. It's kind of one of those things where it makes a difference for me right now because I'm so low and everything is so tracked that any little changes make a difference. In terms of general population, and if you're just on a weight loss diet, start with calories. Calories are the key thing for losing weight. Obviously, you feel better dropping out these artificial sweeteners and things like that because they they do just cause bloating, but they aren't really an essential place for you to be starting on your weight loss journey. But that's kind of a bit of a side note. What you need to know is that my calories are super low. I'm eating lots of vegetables, lots of clean, lean proteins, and I'm keeping an eye on the sweetness that I put into my diet at the moment. In terms of training, so my weight training is still pretty similar in terms of the movements that I'm doing, the reps and sets that I'm doing. I have added in a few extra exercises. So Nathan's bumped up my training a little bit. So we've just added in one or two extra exercises each day, which does make my training sessions a little bit longer, which is again, totally fine. Um, The key thing for me at the moment is keeping up the intensity. So it's very easy when you are on prep to feel tired, to feel a bit weaker and to let that impact your training. But actually that is really detrimental and obviously you need to be keeping the intensity up so that you're still burning the same amount of calories as you would have been previously. But also because you do just want to keep that lean muscle mass that's there. So keeping up the intensity is really important, making sure that I still hit my numbers and I am actually still as strong as what I normally am. It does feel like it's harder, but I'm still hitting the same numbers. So for me, that's an important distinction. I know that when you're on prep or when your calories are really low and things like that, it's easy to use low calories as an excuse to become weaker or to let your training slide. And definitely there are days where everything feels really, really heavy. But at the moment, as much as I'm not getting significantly stronger, I'm also not getting weaker. And I think that's an important thing to remember that even though you're on prep and even though you're on low calories, the majority of the time you can still push through and actually be just as strong as what you normally are. You're not going to be making huge progress and this isn't the time or place to be chasing huge gains, but also just just keep yourself in check. Just make sure that you're not using being tired as an excuse for poor performance in, in the gym. So in saying that, there have been a couple of tough sessions, but I'm getting there and I really enjoy this part. So you just, you just got to keep training. Um, I still have Bulgarian lunges. For anyone who's seen me, I I was being a bit of a sook and I asked Nathan to take them out of my program just because they're really hard and I just had had them in for like months and months and I refreshed my new program and had put them in on both days. So sometimes things that you don't want to do are often the things that you need to do. Um, so training is going, going pretty well. In terms of my cardio, I'm doing around 12,000 steps at the moment, which is quite a bit and it does mean that I need to go for a walk in the morning. As I said, I've got a sit down job, so I need to make sure that I'm up and about. On top of that, I'm doing two hit sessions a week on my non-training days. So I'm just doing 15 minutes on the air bike or on the cross trainer and doing like 30 second sprints and then a minute rest. So they are um, pretty tough, even though they're only 15 minutes, but it's definitely manageable. And I've in the past done a whole lot worse. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable that that is sustainable. And again, that's one of those things that, like I was saying at the start, there are some things that I can do if I need to, to continue making progress. So 
cardio is a big one at the moment. We probably won't drop my food too much lower, but if we need to, we can extend those hit sessions or add in um, some of those extra training sessions if I need to. So those are kind of the levers that we've got left to use um, over the next six weeks. Over the last couple of weeks, and really important thing that I've been keeping an eye on is my sleep. So two weeks ago, I had, we've dropped my calories and we took out my extra refeeds and I had really shit sleep and I felt dreadful. And as much as it was the calorie change, it was more significantly made so much worse by having less sleep. And it was only by sort of an hour each night, but over the course of the week, obviously that's like seven hours less. It's almost like a whole a whole night less. So for me, that was just a really big wake up call that as I get leaner and as you start to lose calories and as you get more tired, your sleep is so, so important, not only for your training, for your recovery, but also just for your energy and for being a nice human to be around. It helps with your hunger levels. It is just generally like the best thing that you can be doing on prep is making sure that you get enough sleep. Sometimes, regardless, you'd be better to sleep for an extra hour than get up early and do some extra cardio. So for me, that was just a really big wake-up call that if I don't get enough sleep, it's really going to impact my progress. My body is going to be fighting me. And it just yeah was a, was a good reminder. So I've restructured some of my nights and I'm making sure that I'm getting that sleep. And last week was so much better. In terms of other prep things, my posing is going really well. I'm making sure that I get that in. That's again, another thing that you have to add in when you're on prep. So my posing coach is Angelica Texera, which is amazing. She is the queen of bikini bodybuilding. So she is a former Miss Olympia and so incredibly lovely. So I worked with her last year and again this year, and she's just incredible. So I really enjoy working with her. I feel really comfortable and confident that I'm in the best hands. We have so much fun posing. So I just pose on Skype. Obviously she's based in America. So we do everything online. So we shuffle around the time zones and we check in that way. I send her videos and check in. So it's just incredible to be having someone of her caliber with their eye over my shape. She's really impressed by how far I've come since even just last year, starting with working with her. So just having her confidence and her energy and her guidance is just incredible. And I feel like I can do no wrong when she's in my corner. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. So we have another couple of sessions obviously coming up between now and the show day, obviously, but just keeping keeping nice and consistent with that, keeping practicing, filming everything that I do and just making sure that I'm really disciplined there because it's easy to to skip it out. In terms of that, that's kind of where I'm at from a week to week, day to day, what I'm doing with my training, nutrition, sleep, posing, water, food, all those kind of core essentials. Uh, in terms of my mindset, how I'm going, a lot of people ask me at this point, they're like, oh, how how are you? You know, Are you okay? And I always think, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Like I'm doing what I love. And I think one of the important things to know is that as you prep more, as you go through more challenges or face any goals or adversity, or you work really hard for something, whether it's a comp or any kind of competition or any kind of major event, you kind of get used to this hard work piece. And I think on prep, you get more and more used to feeling a bit, a bit average, but you also just start to know that that's what it feels like. And it's then not as foreign to you and it's not as hard or as miserable because you kind of know what to expect. So as much as it's challenging in terms of 
I'm a bit hungry, like I eat and then I'm like, oh, I could definitely <laughs> want to eat again. Or if we're going out for dinner, I have to be really careful what I have and things like that. That's not fun, but I also wouldn't change it at all because I want to make sure that I'm bringing my absolute best self and I'm choosing to do this and it's not forever. And I have that date, I have that timeline, I have that goal. So for me, it's, I don't, I don't mind it. And like, yes, it's tough or it's hard, but it's kind of as hard as you make it. And if you approach it with a really miserable mindset, thinking it's going to be really hard, of course it's going to be. But if you approach it, and again, goes for any goal, if you approach it with excitement and anticipation and joy that you have the opportunity to chase your goals, it makes the journey so, so much better and so much more enjoyable. I want to get to stage and experience being on stage again and just know that I loved the journey, know that I bought my absolute best, know that I overcame those hard days, those hard training sessions, and just reflect back on those, you know, on the Sunday after the show and just be like, yeah, I did that. I pushed through it. So that's kind of where my mindset's at the moment. It's like, yeah, some days are going to be tough. I expect that, but I'm also not going to use that as any kind of excuse not to bring my best. So I guess that's something that I wanted to share as well as like, how do you push through that? Because some days you do, it does feel like you just don't want to. And the mental challenge to keep pushing yourself, to keep lifting those weights, even if you feel weak, to not have that type of food that maybe you want, that kind of thing, giving into those cravings. There's a few different things I do. So one, I like bribe myself in terms of if I do this, then I'll get to sit on the couch or I'll get to go to bed or I'll get to, I'll go and have a time in the sauna or something like that. So just <laughs> plain and simple bribe myself. Otherwise I just turn off the chatter and I actually just make it non-negotiable that this is what I'm doing. So I've got 15 minutes of it to do. Cool. I'm not even going to give myself the opportunity to debate whether or not I should go and do it. It's like, it's just a non-negotiable. It's like, cool, you brush your teeth before you go to bed. I'm going to do my 15 minutes of cardio before I leave the gym. You just turn off the chatter and just think of something else. Take your mind somewhere else. Talk yourself into it. Whatever you need to do, just make it non-negotiable and turn off the chatter in your mind. And then the other thing that I love to do is talk yourself into it again as well in terms of like a positive or a negative mindset. And this is something I had a really interesting conversation with someone the other day where they were using, you know how you can use the carrot or the stick analogy to move a horse forward. So you can either use a stick to whip it forward or you can use a carrot to bribe it. I use the carrot approach on myself because I just think it's a more positive way to talk to myself. We were sort of having this conversation and she was saying when she really pushes herself, she says negative things. So if you don't do this, you won't succeed. If you don't do this, you'll be fat, ugly, miserable, whatever the horrible things you are that you want to say to yourself. And I just thought, oh my God, I don't want to say that. Sometimes I will do it in terms of scaring myself to say, if you don't do this, you won't be your best or you won't win. But I also flip it on its head and say the positive. So if I do one more rep, I'm going to win. If I do one more set of cardio, I'm going to be the champion. If I do one more of this, I'm going to be the best I've ever been. And that motivation, that positive reinforcement, that positive motivation is what I use to get into the right mindset and to bring some joy and some celebration and some determination. For me in my head, I just think this is me proving to myself, to the universe, to the world, to everyone around me that I want this because I'm in the gym staying another rep. I'm making <laughs> bland and boring food and not complaining about it. I'm eating fish and veggies and I don't care. I am showing up 
because I want to win. And this is me proving it to the universe that this is what I want. So just a bit of food for thought for things when it gets a bit tough or you just need a bit of a mindset change. Try some of those techniques. Either bribe yourself, talk positively to yourself, or just tell yourself to shut up and just do it. So that's my mindset tips for the week. The other things that I did, so in the kind of on that same vein in the fact that I also celebrated my birthday this week. So I turned 30, which is very exciting. And I had a lot of people ask me what I did for my birthday. And it was a Thursday, so I was at work and had a normal day to do. But I went to the gym and I ate my macros and I stuck to the plan um, because well, I've written down in my notes here, because winning my pro card is the greatest birthday gift that I could give myself. And I believe that's true. And I always just think that, yeah, on my birthday, I'm one, I'm committed to my goals. So it doesn't really matter what's happening. I'm still going to be showing up and doing that Two, Like I'm, you can be damn sure I'm going to celebrate when I get back because it's not like I can't go out for dinner later. I'm just going to wait for eight weeks time and, and have a big celebration then. But also I love what I do. So for me, like my birthday, I get to do what I want on my day and I would choose to go to the gym and I'd choose to do these things because I enjoy it. So if you don't want to go to the gym on your birthday, that's so fine because maybe it's not your thing, whereas this is my thing. So I would I would do that. And I think just giving yourself that space and that level of awareness of what you like and what would make your day, not jumping on here to say everyone should go to the gym on their birthday, but if you enjoy it, then 100% do what you want to do. So as much as that sounds miserable, I had the greatest day and I spent time with my friends, time with my family. I got so spoiled with my partner. I had a lovely day. It was wonderful. So for me, I'm going to celebrate absolutely afterwards. I turned 30, so it was a bit of a milestone. But for me, I'm really happy and grateful for where I'm at. So it was just a really lovely day. I hope that when you have your birthday this year, you feel the same. So that's a bit of an update on where I'm at right now. So what is the focus now? So I've got six weeks to go and I've got a show set. I've got my flights booked. Everything's underway. So now we really just dial everything in. So my nutrition gets cleaned up to 100%. So there's just nothing left to chance. Sleep gets an absolute priority. Training gets a priority. Pretty much at this point, prep gets my priority. So as I've mentioned before, I juggle a lot of different things. So I obviously have work. I obviously have people around me. I obviously have Grow by Design. I have my business. I have my podcast. So for me now, in the next couple of weeks, prep then becomes a priority. And that is just kind of where I'm at. So I always make sure that the people around me know that. And I still always try and give them love and support and care because they are so incredible around me and I wouldn't be able to do this without them. But for other things, I try and prioritize this. So if I need to shuffle a few things around in my diary, that's what I do. So right now the process here is just to stick to the plan, trust the process, trust Nathan, and just keep killing it. And saying that, I just want to also give a massive shout out to the amazing people that I've got around me because they really do support me and my dreams and all my crazy plans. So I am incredibly grateful for that. I am very excited for the next couple of months. I have got a lot of news and updates that I can't wait to share. And at the moment, I just can't say too much yet. But there is so much coming in the pipelines for Grow by Design, for myself, for everything that I'm building with this business. I can start to finally reveal what that looks like, which is incredible. So I hope that you have a beautiful week and I am excited to hear what your goals are. So if you have any goals or if you found this episode interesting, make sure that you let me know. 
send through any questions that you've got and anything you'd like me to cover in the upcoming episodes. I am so grateful for you and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. Mm-hmm.